Welcome to Six Fluent Minutes. I'm Anthony Kay, and I have a very special guest. You probably know her from Shay's Got Game. Or if you watch TV, uh, we'll talk about the Ford commercial in a minute. If you cover the, the WNBA, if you watch the NBA, the Raptors, you know Shaylin Noyes. How are you doing, Shay? Hi, very, very good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Listen, I'm going to start with the with the battle and then we're going to go into nice stuff okay <laughs> and why i say the battle listen i run around calling myself sports fluent and if you want to be fluent in sports you got to win these battles and when God, people say, nervous. I, well, nervous. well so far you did good because when i do my lineups and someone says oh make a lineup of these players or make a lineup of those players i'll i'll respond and i'll say here's my lineup and I would say 70% of the people that comment are like, you win. And it makes me feel really good. Wow. So you put out a TikTok and said, here's my five best all time, no rules, no limits. You can use anybody. And we actually used, I think, three of the same, three of the same five. And I said, okay, well, okay. that's a good five. Here's my five. So I'm going to remind you of yours in case you don't remember. It was, okay. Steph, it was Steph Curry, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Shaq a very, very solid lineup. And so I said, you know what? I like it, but there's some redundancy. My lineup was Steph, because I wanted to space it out, hit some threes, you know, open up the floor for MJ. LeBron at his natural small forward. And then I went with Tim Duncan at the power forward. Okay. And, then, and then Kareem at center. So I thought, yeah, I'm going to give you a little bit of versatility because Shaq, listen, Shaq's great down low. Kareem will have trouble with him. But Kareem can take a couple steps out. You can't block his sky hook. He's a better free throw shooter, right? So I thought I'm going to win another one. And it's on my own page. And I'd say it was 50-50. And I'm probably being generous to myself. And it was it was about 50. Maybe it was 49. I need to go look at this. You should go look because it was the first time where I was like, I think I might have just lost. And I'm going to take the tie. Because it's because it's my page, uh, I'm gonna take the tie. But it was the first time. So, tell me why I didn't win hands down. What's so good about your team? I'm not gonna say my team is better than your team. I I, I did want to include Kareem for sure. Honestly, one of the greatest of all time. But I i chose the, the, the particular players on my team because I gravitate towards them, even as a personal basketball player. There's something about each and every single one of them that I love. So is it all skill set potentially? No, but it's, it's love of was, these Was, was there some bias? Because I like these players a little bit There's, too. That's 100% okay. bias. Okay. Everything I, a lot of the stuff I'm posting on my TikTok is all bias of it's Shay's opinion and Shay's opinion only. Um. <laughs> I don't, listen, I don't think you know how hard it is for me not to put, I'm going to move my screen back a little bit. I don't think you know how hard it is for me not to put Bryant on every single one. Right, he's my favorite player of all time. Include him, and I understand there's some redundancy in putting MJ and Kobe because it's very they're very similar, but they're still so 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 close to my heart. I couldn't leave either of them out. There's just no there's no possible way. All right, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay because and here's the thing: because I've now started. To, you don't know this about me, but anytime I do a lot of research, that's oh. kind of like that's my thing. So when you just mentioned it for a basketball player, so you know I saw some behind the scenes stuff. You, you were shooting a commercial. Mm -hmm. I had no idea 
you got some you got some skills tell me about that where did that come from how did that start and normally um, i would challenge normally i would challenge people because like i'm listen i'm 20 years past my prime but i'm like i can still hold i'm not going to challenge you i'm actually gonna be like oh, i'll just i'll pass you the ball so i am i am a basketball player and i think some people know that about me Maybe some people think, oh, she just talks sports, but I did play. I played for five years when I was in college. Anyways, fast forward, in order to keep basketball in my life, I, I do random things to, to involve myself in it. And with COVID, it's been hard to kind of play pickup, but I got a great opportunity, courtesy of my agent, to work with Ford. And Ford had me model in their 2021 Ford Escape commercial, where all I had to do was my one true love was play basketball. So um, incredible commercial. We did oh, tons and tons of scenes. It sucks that they weren't able to include all of the footage that uh, we captured, which was me shooting and dribbling and behind the back and this and that. Um, but I think they had enough little snippets so quick if you can even see me in the commercial but i don't uh, know i don't know if maybe i saw some behind the scenes stuff because i'm connected with ford or maybe i just saw the extended version of the commercial but i'm not going to say i'm not going to say either way other than other than i saw a lot of stuff but i was like i was impressed i was because i listen i'm like you with covid i i used to play two you know at least two times a week and now you know it's not the same you know playing with so I've mentioned before, I have, I have kids, I have a, a, a seven-year-old twins, a boy and a girl. It's not the same playing with them <laughs> as no, it is as it not. is playing in the league. So but just wait till they get older, because like they're going to give you a run for your money. I, I already know. I already know. He's actually already, my son is, my my daughter loves passing, which is, is good because he loves shooting. And he's actually, for seven, I'm not saying this because he's my kid, but he's actually pretty good. So I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be in trouble when he hits his teens. Um <laughs> So yeah, we're gonna have some trouble there. So, so I love to see that as, as, and it's, you know, I like that about you because you're not just talking about basketball, you've played basketball, you kind of understand. And why I bring that up is so many people want to analyze players and talk about sports. Oh, that's person's garbage. It's like, no, you know, um, I always bring up this Brian Scalabrini quote where he's like, I'm closer to Kobe than you are to me. I don't know if you've heard that one or not. I'm just like, he's not that he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Uh, so people, you know, you, you know, you see the comments. I don't know if you read the comments that people send. I try not to, but I sometimes go down that wormhole and I'm like, you can't call that person. Maybe they didn't play well, but they're in the NBA. Trust me, the worst person in the NBA is better than the rest of us. So, yeah. So that being said, mm -hmm. I wanted to talk because obviously you love your Raptors. I'm assuming I should. I, I should say I, that. I okay. do. Forever. Right. Me the North forever. So. I wanted to start with the, so I want to do like past, present, future. So, so the past is, I'm going to ask you your favorite player of the past. And then I'm going to ask you about some trades that happened. And looking back now, did you, are you still okay with that? So growing up, Raptors come in, into Toronto, you start, I'm assuming you start watching. Who's that first person that you kind of gravitate to? And like, that's, that's my guy. I feel like everyone wants me to say Vince Carter because he put Toronto on the map and that's just like who I'm supposed to say I uh, I love. But it wasn't a Toronto Raptor player that I adored, at least growing up. I was okay. a girl. Okay. So 
is, is that bad that no I no listen much I, attention, like for past past yeah it was, so you're 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 co listen you're not going to hear any complaints from me okay, um great. as you know i've got my laker championship ball a bryant jersey and then like my and my kobe magazine right so for me it was kobe well let me i should go back for me it was mike uh, because i'm okay. I'm, I'm older than you but right, that's what but, when, but when i got hurt so i i was playing in university in, in the us as well i got hurt and i couldn't play anymore and it was the same year when I, my career ended that kobe got I always say drafted, but we know he did get, got drafted and traded to the Lakers. So I grew up you, in Toronto in 1982. You were either, um, I, uh, I know, I know. It, I just it, wasn't, I wasn't around. And I yeah, wasn't I know, I know. That's, I'm going to give you this a history, <laughs> just a little history lesson. In Toronto in 1982, you were one of, you had one of two teams, really. There was a couple of Sixer fans. There was a couple of other things, but typically it was Celtics or Lakers. Mm. Okay. And I kid you not my cousin said to me, you have to pick a team. And between these two, and I said, I hate green. And I picked the Lakers strictly because I didn't like the color green. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I started watching it, paid attention. And of course, now I have magic and worthy. And right. So I have this great team that's winning, which is always good when your team wins. And then, you know, fast forward, I can't play anymore. They, they get Kobe. And I'm like, that's okay. I'm going to live vicariously through him. He's gonna be my basketball because he's now my my player on my favorite team. So I grew up Kobe um, as well. Like really like my formative years were Kobe. Mm -hmm. So now when did you start following the Raptors then? So obviously you're watching Kobe, you're loving the, I'm assuming loving the Lakers or loving Kobe. I think I just loved Kobe. I wasn't okay. like that obsessed. And I also valued uh, female basketball players, but that's another story. Um, we'll get to that. We are going to get to that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we definitely, listen, I told you I have a daughter that's, we got to get a team in Toronto so she can play on that WNBA team so yeah. she won't move away. Oh, we've got long-term plans here, yeah. Okay, good, great. Yeah. I love that. Um, but then I feel like I started to take NBA seriously in maybe my college years because I didn't really pay, like I paid attention to it, but it just... I don't know, something about male basketball players. I was like, eh, whatever, you know? And I was paying way too much attention to the girls. But I loved Kyle and Damar. Who wouldn't? It was like two peas in a pod. They were the heart of the team. And this this was just not a few years ago, but like 2015-ish, that kind of then. Um, that's what I watched. Yeah, I loved those my, my whole family, if you ask them who their favorite player is, it's Kyle Lowry. They all love Kyle Lowry. So it brings me actually to a good point. So when DeMar now gets traded, yeah. now looking back, do you still kind of, do you still cringe a little bit or do you say, Hey, you know what? The results were worth it. I, you know what, back then I feel like Raptors kept making it to playoffs and then we'd fall short, kept making it to playoffs. We'd fall short. And it happened year after year and something needed to change. And I was a part of the group, the 50% of people who were like, one of them's got to go. Like yeah. something's got to give. So I was sad to see DeMar go, but I knew it was for a bigger purpose because like we weren't elevating beyond that. So uh, was it worth it? Yes. Do okay. I DeMar? Yes. 
Yeah, no, I'm with you. It was it was one of those bittersweet ones where it's like I I need to set you free because neither one of us is going to move on if if we don't. So, mm-hmm. so the other one and this one actually I st- I actually still look back and go I don't know that this was the right move. They trade uh, Jonas Valanciunas and I it was Delon Wright and I always forget the third the mm. third guy and it's I feel so t- it's like CJ or PJ or something I always forget who that third person was and I feel terrible. Um, but that, I th- not no, no. I, I forget. Well, I'll look. I'll look it up. But either way, they trade those three guys for Marcus All. Now Marcus All, a veteran, you know, played his role, definitely helped. But I feel like having Jonas and 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 uh, Delon Wright were actually wouldn't have. I think they still win. And when you think of that just younger like Jonas would still be on the team what do we need oh we need a center like for the years after do you look back at them and be like I think we still could have won if we didn't make that trade or do you think that was super important that we needed to make bring in that kind of veteran guy I'm not I'm not happy we let JV go yeah I'm not happy about that Delon hard worker um, definitely bought into our mentality. I could see that being okay, uh, but I was sad to see JV go, and I think it hurt us. Uh, I understand we still won a championship with Mark, but in terms of long-term growth, I think JV was the smarter choice to keep. But again, people have to make choices in NBA's business, so that that was tough to happen. But I regret that. Yeah, I feel like he was just, he's a young, he was a young, look, at his peak, is he as good as Gasol? Probably not. But I feel like he was good enough at, at you know, what we needed him to do. And then when OG has the appendicitis, I'm like, you know, DeLon Wright is that long, lengthy guard that we could have used in a couple of rounds. So that's the one that still kind of bothers me because I think those are guys, pieces that we could still have that would still be useful. But anyways. But like, aren't you bothered by Kawhi? How do you feel about Kawhi? How do oh you're gonna ask me the questions? I'm not uh, asking you. <laughs> how do I feel about Kawhi? Like the way that he left, you mean? This I, I open. I I'm I don't feel very good about Kawhi because the I'm I'm trying to be politically correct. I don't like the, <laughs> I don't like the way I don't like the way he left Toronto. I don't like the now here's the thing, I don't know. So I'm I'm going by what people said. I don't like the things that I heard, right? you know, him going on like Jimmy Kimmel and saying, oh, they I didn't have gloves big enough. Like, stop it. What do you mean they couldn't find gloves big enough for this cold? It's not that cold. Like, I get it. It's not LA, but it's n- it's not Minnesota either. So that, those sort of things, you know, his uncle, I guess, wanted, you know, the private jet and the, you know, 10% stake in MLSE. All those rumors that you heard, I didn't like it. I think he found a perfect situation where we, we mastered the trainers in Toronto, when I say we, we mastered the load management. It was perfect. He got to rest 20 plus games. The team still had a, I think, 17 and five record. They still had a great record. And it was just perfect. Everybody, not one person on the Raptors that I heard of the fan base, even before we won the championship, not one person complained that he was only, only playing 60 games. He goes to LA. Well, that team that other team in LA that isn't really a team he goes to that team in LA 
And what's the first thing you hear? Oh, he doesn't have to come to practice at the same time. He doesn't have to do this. He doesn't have to, everyone's complaining. And I think it weighed on them. And the funny part too, is if he left because he didn't like the cold, where do we play the next two seasons? In the bubble in Orlando and then in Tampa, which sucks for us, but really for him would have been great. Yeah. So, yeah. so that, and then you're hearing it again uh, it, with LA. Oh, they're not handling my injury pro- properly. The same thing you heard in San Antonio. Yep. I just, it just, I think karma kind of caught up with Kawhi. I can, I can attest that. I can agree with that. I mean, I will always adore Kawhi for what he brought Toronto and Canada. However, oh, I wish he could have stayed for just one more. So let me ask you, there was a trade, apparently a trade on the table that would have sent, I believe, uh, Siakam, uh, OG, and, and I think Fred Van Vliet. I know that's a big package, but it would have brought back Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and guaranteed Kawhi resigns. Would, would you have done that? No. Even in retrospect, you wouldn't. No. Uh, I'm not the. I'm not keen on Westbrook, and I don't think he would buy into our uh, culture. And then I think that just would be a disaster. And I don't. I don't even think Paul George would buy in. Really. I don't think so. They. I don't know. I think I, Paul George would buy in more than Westbrook, but I. I, I think for sure. But there's yeah. something a little off there that i just don't think we would have good team chemistry yeah. because we have good team chemistry we're that would go. all be gone yeah well we're gonna see if westbrook can play a role this year in la because <sighs> that's uh he won't be able to just you know do what he does uh this year depending yeah. but maybe having that lebron or in our case maybe having that Kawhi as hey that's the person i think that's a clear-cut star that maybe he, he can play that role. Cause he's never been, if you think about it, when he was in OKC, they were still young. So KD wasn't established. Um, James Harden. Yeah. James Harden wasn't established. So they were kind of jockeying for whose kind of team it was. Then he goes to Houston and same thing, right. It's, it's Harden. It's, and he's think, I think I'm better Then I, I think Washington was a, was a, was a bad fit, but um, so that brings us to today. So at another one of your wonderful photo shoots, you got to take take some time with our, our newest Raptor, Scotty Barnes, and, and I know this isn't true, but I'm going to say it anyways, and Delano Banton. No relation to Buju, right? I don't know. No, it's not. No? Okay. okay. The second I saw the last name, I was like, I wonder if Buju Banton, that'd be funny. But no, um, I go back to my regular <laughs> roots. I go back to my regular roots with that one. But um, So, well, you've spent some time with them. I'm assuming it wasn't just pictures. You got to talk, like, how they seem let me say this one obviously Banton kind of you know from Rexdale so he's he we know he's a he's a Toronto kid he's gonna be very happy here Mm -hmm. but Scotty Barnes I have never seen anyone either get drafted traded come to Toronto and just immerse himself in everything like I mean he's doing videos where he's talking all the slang he's talking (laughs) about the men's them and just he's going off and I loved it, but like, it is it is that enthusiasm? Like, does he's he feels? I feel like he's really just bought in. Like, did you get that impression too? He is extremely bought in, and he loves this city, and his energy just reads that. It's 
Oh, easy for him. Speaking with him and meeting the two of them, it was surreal. It was very fun. It was very nice. And they were just kind of exploring the city and getting to know people. Um, I guess it just happened to be at the same time that I was also, you know, out playing ball and hooping and miraculous, call it fate. Um, but so down to earth, so excited to like get to work, to learn, to grind, to do whatever they can for this city. And they are the most like chill people, chill guys, kind oh. and funny and Scotty's energy. Uh, it's out of this world. It's no, this like world. you can tell, like I, I could see a picture of him and I'm like, that guy, he's got energy just from a picture. <laughs> So that's, that's great to hear. And it's, it's, you know, it's big because, you know, as much as I do, this is, this is a great, I told you, right. I've lived in four countries and 20 something cities. I love Toronto. And when people talk bad about Toronto, I'm like, you're crazy. You've never been here. This is such a great city. And so, and we've been shunned, right. We've had so many players just, I'm not playing there. I don't want to get traded there. I, you know, my American friends will say, oh, you're the only problem with your team up there is that no free agents ever want to play there. So to get guys in that are like, I want to be here and they're so enthusiastic about it, I think is now some of that comes with winning. Don't get me wrong. Um, so speaking of winning, the team has gone with quite the youth movement now. Youth, the um, youth. The youths, uh, there, and, and it looks like Masai is building something that, you know, we, I don't think we really know his plan yet because other than like maybe Fred, uh, Flynn, and I'm gonna. I'm sure I'm gonna miss one. Everybody else seems to be about six eight, with a seven foot wingspan. It's like ten ten. What do you think? One, the team looks like next year, and is it? Is, are they just gonna be this like high pressure, defensive juggernaut that I feel they're trying to build, or do you feel something else? Uh, I think uh, we're definitely gonna be entering a rebuilding uh, phase. Yeah, and that's okay because okay. I think we need our guys to sort of build the chemistry, grind it out. Um, we've always been the underdog. So it's not new to us to have to just like challenge teams and go into games knowing like we might, we're likely gonna lose or people think we're gonna lose, but we can still give it all. And then like maybe take a game here and take a game there. Um, could we potentially make the playoffs? Yes. Is it gonna take a lot of work? Yes. Um, I think with Kyle gone now, leaving our, our team, there's kind of a very, very big leadership gap. Um, I hope that Freddie can kind of fall into that role. Um, but that's like that type of leadership role is deep. Those are big shoes to fill. Yeah. It's he, for, <laughs> for a guy that thought he was going to be here for a year or two and then be, be out, uh, he became part of Toronto and their identity. So it's, your big shoes is I think the biggest understatement I've ever heard mm -hmm. so and I think he's capable of doing it so I think this is a good year for people to like find their roles um merge together it's a it's a very different and new squad in a way like yes yeah. we have some core pieces Pascal and OG and Freddie there are core pieces there but all these core pieces are going to kind of have to shift into different roles right which is great um and i'm excited to see you know how we match up and the, and the league is tough i think like gold state warriors are back and lakers are stacked and nets and bucks and heat like 
the league is. Oh, the league, the league, the league is healthy. And I posted this a a few weeks ago where I said, I feel so good about even the young talent, like, like the, the, the trays and the Doncic's and you know, jaw. There's so many good young players too, that it's, it's, it's a good time for sure. Such a good time. I think it's going to be such a good year. I'm excited to see kind of like where we go and watch Gary Trent Jr. And Malachi Flynn. I I even forgot about him. I forgot about uh, Trent Jr. too. This that's Yeah. yeah. So, so there's, there's so much. If you if you had to make a prediction, sure. And it's gonna be an easy one. It's either in the playoffs, not in the playoffs. Now remember, playing games, so you're getting top ten. Okay, fair. Everyone, everyone. Oh, I was gonna say everyone in Toronto is gonna. Counting in my head all the teams, I'm like, okay. (laughs) Listen, I was gonna say I'm gonna post this. Everyone in Toronto is gonna see it, so you're gonna be careful what you say. You won't be able to walk the streets. Okay, so yes, the Raptors (laughs) are making the playoffs. You heard it, Shay. Shay's got game, so I'm gonna. You're you're gonna make us a little fluent here in a second, but first let's make sure we everyone can find. Is it just? I think it's just Shay's got game everywhere, right? Instagram, TikTok, are you everywhere? Uh, and, and and I hear there's a new website. Is it also shaysgotgame.com or is it something else? Um, it's my full name. So shaylanoise.com. You can Shailen find it. Com. All right. I'm going to put the link for everybody to get to it. So here's where we need you to make us more fluent. We think we know basketball. We think we know the NBA. What I am not 100% knowledgeable on is the WNBA. And I'm having some difficult conversations with my daughter, as I mentioned who loves the Dallas wings because it's like a Pegasus. She loves, that's, that's, let's be honest. She loves horses and unicorn. Like she's a horseback rider, right? So she saw a horse with wings. She's like, oh, I'm in. Um, and I don't know enough. So teach me something. It could be easy. It could be easy. So if I'm okay. going to, if, if I'm going to now start, start sitting down and we've watched a couple of games, so if I'm going to start, what should I be watching for? Who are the teams that I, sh- you know, should look for? Who are the players that I should be like, Hey, watch her. She's amazing. When, when we're looking at the WNBA. Sure. So my all-time WNBA player is Skylar Diggins-Smith. She plays for the Phoenix Mercury. I adore her. I grew up sort of watching her. Um, very similar to me, point guard, shooting guard, great ball handling skills, finishes around the rim, great court vision, an incredible athlete. Um, she's been in the league for a long time. She's breaking records, doing her thing. Um, so I'm always watching her uh, and Phoenix Mercury. Um, Brittany Griner, big post. Yep. I'm sure you know who Brittany her, her, is. Her, her I know. Dunking, um, doing all of that. So I think, I don't know why men think that women can't dunk and women can't ball and this, this and that. Um, but she can uh, and like watch her. Highlight Brittany Griner. Um, Asia Wilson also incredibly talented um, post player, similar to Brittany Griner's, not dunking as much, but very, very strong around the rim, great shot. I think those are on my like, keep an eye out for those, those players. Keep an eye out for those, okay. Yeah, and of course, like Sue Bird, who like GOAT, WNBA GOAT. Um, there's so much talent in the WNBA. The game is different. It's not like men's basketball where it's just very, you know, up and dunk or shot from the logo or just, I don't want to say simple, but um, I, 
it's slower in a way like WNBA is strategic yeah. um, as women we're built a little bit smaller so you have to be smarter with like tic-tac-toe how we get to the hoop and I don't know there's like principles of their game that are clever that you want to see and they're still talented athletes they will yeah. do tricks that are like Steph Curry tricks so um, I think it just needs the viewership and the love and the admiration to like check out these women there and incredibly talented um viewership has been up over the last year which is incredible and i think WNBA players have put a big movement with black lives matter um and stepped up huge um if just just as much as any nba player has so i think to show them the respect that they deserve is is critical and i think kobe bryant and and gigi were big lovers of um college basketball and WNBA, and i think Kobe's legacy was to kind of continue on showing love to like women's basketball. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, and listen, I won't lie. Part of that, part of me, you know, even getting into it prior to my daughter, like when my daughter said she wanted to watch it, I was so happy because I was like, oh, good. Right. It gives, you know, someone to watch it with. But it was for me, honestly, it was Kobe saying, you guys need to pay attention. Like these girls are skilled. Some of them are as skilled. Now, I think people took this the wrong way, but they said, he's, you know, as skilled as some of the NBA players. Now we're talking about skills, fundamentals, shooting. That's a, look, can they jump and touch the top of the backboard? No, probably not. But it's like you said, it's a different game and you can't compare a WNBA game to an NBA game. And I keep saying, just appreciate it for what it is. It's a bunch of really skilled, great athletes, right. Who are fun to watch because you'll see these packages, right. Where they'll do a 30 second highlight package of, you know, four air balls. And I think, you know, I can show you that too, from the NBA right? Like it's not, and, and it, it took me watching and going, oh, and also being a guy who played. And that's why I said, maybe that's where it comes from too, watching and saying, oh, oh, they're really good. Like, look at that pass. Look at that foot. Those types of things that people don't necessarily always pay attention to, but it's there. there there's skill there. And it's, it's a fun game to watch. Now, is someone jumping from the free throw line and dunking? No, but they're shooting threes. And let's be honest, if you look at the NBA game, people are jumping up and down for a three like they used to back in my day for a dunk. So maybe the dunk isn't that important. There's guys, JJ Redick, that have never dunked. They sure had just fine NBA careers with zero dunks in their career. So leave us with one. So one last thing. Do you, do you have a favorite? I know you have some favorite players, but is there a team that you think? I am like, rooting for Phoenix. Phoenix? Phoenix to take it all. Uh, I love them. Kia Nurse, Canadian, also plays for Phoenix Mercury. Phoenix Mercury. I always root for teams in cities where I used to live. And having lived in so and having lived in so many cities, it's actually really easy. I can cheer for almost everybody. So so we'll we'll cheer we'll cheer with uh, with Phoenix. Uh, Thank you so much for your time. I'm remind everybody again. It's Shaylin Noy No. Let me try that again. It's Shaylin Noise dot com is the website and then shay's got game everywhere else thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it thank you for having me it's a pleasure it's so fun i'll be back again soon oh we're gonna get right right before the raptors start their season you got it get the full sports fluent anthony k and friends experience and become a subscriber today What does it mean to be truly fluent? Subscribe today for exclusive content, direct one-on-one chats, answers to all your questions, and best of all, 
Every quarter, that means every three months, a lucky subscriber will be chosen to appear on SportsFluent, Anthony, Kay, and friends, and receive some great swag from Boardwalk LA.